It is the newest edition of Mini Chirps, and the Mac Attack is back. Matt McLeod, <laughs> forward from the Cyclones from last year, told me to say that's why we're both laughing. But Macker, uh, wait, I put you on the spotlight like that. But uh, Macker, great to hear from you. Great to see you again. It's been so many months, and obviously the fans haven't had a chance to see you. So let's just catch up. Uh, what is what is it now? Four, almost five months since you've been in Cincinnati. Uh, what yep. have you been up to? I guess all <clears throat> summer. Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been a fun summer. Definitely uh, missing Cincy a bit and itching to get back. But uh, no, it's been a good summer. You know, having the whole family home, having the brothers home. Uh, we've just been you know training every day, skating at the rink. Um, and you know, got to go on a couple uh, nice trips. Uh, I was down in Nashville for my buddy's my good buddy's bachelor party, so that was a pretty good time. It was my first time there. And then uh, also got out west uh, to uh, Banff National Park in the Cal- Calgary Stampede for. For a week or so. So that was a pretty good highlight of my summer. And then, you know, just been back, uh, hanging out at the cottage, you know, been up to our, our boy Karen's cottage a few times. He's got a great spot there. And then, uh, you know, just taking it easy and golfing, uh, having some fun, you know, just, just, and also obviously training, training hard, uh, getting ready for the season. I'm curious, you know, we're talking about this summer and I guess for, you know, for us, uh, obviously the Cyclones season ending in early May, but I think you were still probably keeping a lot of your eye on hockey for the next month. Uh, it had to be a pretty cool experience. Ryan McLeod, one of your two uh, brothers, of course. And, uh, you know, to be 22 years old playing in the Western Conference Finals, that's pretty neat. So what was that experience like? I have to imagine you and I know I met your dad and your mom. I, I think the whole family, maybe even Mikey as well, getting a chance to go and see a couple of Stanley Cup playoff games. Yeah, that was uh, it was it was pretty spectacular. Honestly, so proud of him. Uh, it was amazing to see. Uh, I actually got out there for the uh, the Battle of Alberta for the uh, the Calgary series. So that was uh, something to see. I ended up seeing I think the first three games of that series. Um, so went went for two in Calgary at the Saddle Dome. Uh, pretty crazy environment there. And then uh, you know coming back to Edmonton, I had I hadn't been to a game in Edmonton yet, and that new barn there is is absolutely incredible, and the fans just kind of blow it out of the water like anywhere else I've ever been so um and just seeing him play in that environment and you know playing such high stakes games it was uh it was really really cool to see and you know it was awesome just getting to be a fan after you know playing all season just getting to be a fan and like hanging out with you know the other families and the other people in the family suite it was a ton of fun and like just getting to enjoy that with my parents you know being there for him it was it was really special yeah, I can only imagine. I know he had three goals in the playoffs. I think two of them were against Colorado in the conference finals, were they not? Uh, yeah, he had a really good one against, uh, against. I think it was Colorado. Yeah, he had a nice end-to-end rush there, which yeah. uh, really really fired at me. And Mike, you were, were sitting in the stands there for that one. So we were kind of going crazy. Um, I mean, yeah, he, he played awesome. And I think he's... Uh, He's waiting on a contract now, so hopefully they get him signed pretty soon and uh, he can be off to the races this year. But yeah, just uh, super, super fired up for him. And now he's going to have a great year this year. I want this conversation to be about you, but I'll ask one more thing because I think it's really neat. Uh, you know, Ryan's there again, you know, four wins away from going to the Stanley Cup finals. And you mentioned the Battle of Alberta, some games you get to be there for. I don't think one of the games you were there for was the clincher with McDavid in overtime. Um, but just what have you ever asked him? Like, I, I think I could be wrong. I think you either played with or against Connor McDavid in junior or when you were a kid, maybe. But yeah. I mean, have you asked him, like, what is it like to play with a guy like McDavid and Dreisaitl and see some of the greatest players, you know, in this generation of hockey? Yeah, no, actually, I played with Connor for a couple of years back uh, back on the Marlies, like back in minor hockey. So I, I, I know him a little, a little bit. And uh, 
so you know just getting to see them like in in person though like it's 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 really special and you know you get to like kind of watch those guys and kind of you're like thinking like oh wow i could like bring that into my game or like try and like take one or two pieces of you know what those guys are doing and like try and add something to that this summer to my game so and i know i've asked ryan like ryan i think uh I think dry settles like worked with him uh, a few times, like on kind of like shooting and like where to put a stick. And Ryan just said like, it's amazing how this guy can just get off shots from anywhere. And then obviously, you know, watching McDavid every day, the guy can, can fly around the rink and, you know, has the puck on a string the whole game. So it's, uh, it's gotta be pretty cool for him. And I know he really enjoys it. Uh, you talk about McDavid flying around the rink. Uh, I don't think that's anything that's foreign to you. I, I wanted to ask, you mentioned uh, Ryan's end to end goal, which one was cooler, his or yours against Allen in <laughs> overtime. That that's like my favorite call of last season. Oh yeah, no, that was uh, that was a pretty special one for me. But uh, I think his might have been a little bit higher stakes right now. So <laughs> we'll have to give it to him. Maybe uh, later on in my career, I can have one of those in the Stanley Cup playoffs uh, game six. But yeah, um, we'll give it to him. But I know maybe I was going a bit faster. I, I don't want to say anything, but we'll yeah, no. <laughs> may or may not be fastest guy in the ECHL. <laughs> You know, what's cool is you talked about your two brothers being in the NHL, but when you mentioned your career and later on, like you took one step closer to that goal this past season, you had an excellent year in Cincinnati and then were rewarded uh, around the midway point of the season with a call up to Bakersfield, which is Edmonton's AHL affiliate. So Macker, as we kind of now dive in back to you and the great season you had, how would you, I guess, dissect your play because you know I was looking at the stats and I said this to you before we started recording like this will be now you're going into your third ECHL season second with the Cyclones it's kind of like I don't know it's like harder impossible to even compare your mm -hmm. first ECHL season where you were a member of Brampton to having a you know what 19 goal 40 point campaign in Cincinnati yeah no um I think my first year you know I was just kind of trying to come in and, you know, feel it out and kind of be a, you know, be, be kind of play the rookie role and kind of, you know, I was, I was kind of like the 10th forward all season in and out of the lineup. So um, I kind of came into this season, you know, feeling like I had, you know, really evolved my game, you know, over like the COVID period of just training and, you know, getting better and working on what I had to work on, you know, the, the holes in my game. And I came into last season just feeling like I had something to prove and that, you know, I really felt like I could be a dominant player in this league. And so, you know, ended up, having a good start to the season, got put on a really good line with a couple of good players and, you know, it just started clicking and, you know, I got to use my speed a lot this year. I mean, like Painter let me, you know, fly when I, when I could, you know, our, I think our system really, you know, helped me where, you know, he really wanted everyone to blow the zone and, you know, um, a lot about transition games. So I think that really helped me just, you know, getting the puck more in the neutral zone with speed and be able to make plays. And I think just once I got my confidence, I kind of just kind of kept it up and then, you know, had that call up to Bakersfield uh, in January, which was nice. And, you know, really felt like coming back from that, that, you know, I could, I could play at the next level. So I wanted to, you know, keep that momentum going and keep up that confidence. And, you know, I think I had a really nice second half of the year um, and, it, you know, tr transitioning to playoffs for sure. Yeah. And we saw that the OT goal that we're talking about the end to end, that was in the second half of the year in February against Allen. Um, you know, Macker, I hope next year when I'm doing these interviews that COVID is like not even a part of the discussion. It's still hard to keep it out though this summer because you even mentioned all the training you did during the pandemic. And that's the thing. When you played for Brampton, that was two years ago. Uh, you did not play during the 2020-21 season. And there's so much negativity that's associated with that year for a lot of guys for not playing but you kind of said it yourself. I mean, you just, it, it, it seems like you got so much better 
when you weren't playing hockey, as weird as that sounds. And of course, you're sure getting on the ice as much as you could wherever you could find ice. But I mean, is that a fair assessment? Like how much better do you think you got by having that year off to prepare? Yeah, you know, I think I'd been playing kind of like the same game for for a few years, you know, through college and like in junior. And then I kind of had an opportunity to kind of step back and kind of look at, you know, what is my game and like, what are the holes? And then kind of, I had so much time and, uh, you know, we had ice kind of every day. We were really lucky through the pandemic that we had ice at our gym. So I was able to, you know, train every day and kind of work on those things. And, you know, I kind of was able to change my mindset a bit and, you know, feel like in my mind that I was like, could be this different player. And uh, so, you know, just like combine that with what I've been doing on ice and then the, the mental aspect, I think I just came into the last season with a different, you know, mindset. And uh, it just kind of translated to the ice. You, you talked about Bakersfield I, and and let's kind of correlate that to mindset. So I think that call up is, is such a confidence boost, right? Because for somebody like you, first off, that, that was your first you know call up where you played in the AHL. So it's like, I think there's this sense of, okay, you know, it, it's great to get the results. It's great to see the stats, but sometimes when somebody else is rewarding me in the sense of a team from outside the organization saying, yeah, we want to bring you up like that, I guess, produces results in a way, if I'm saying that right, like you see the results, you know, they're there, but now you know that others are recognizing it too. Yeah, no, it was definitely uh, a nice validation that, you know, I was, I was doing something right. And, you know, someone saw something that they, they thought I could, they could help their team and, you know, being up there, you're, you're one step away from the NHL, you know, guys are fighting to, to, to be in the NHL, the, you know, the Mecca of our sport. Right. So um, every day you're kind of seeing how, how these top prospects are training and, you know, you want to emulate that in your game. You want to be in the gym every day, you know, doing what they're doing. Um, so it kind of just added that extra bit of motivation. Um, so, you know, I, I can do this, like I, I can play at the next level. And then, you know, coming back, it's like, I, I want to get back to the next level, like as soon as possible. So I got to keep proving myself down here. Well, what's awesome about you too, is that you recognize that that's what you want to do, but you don't like, like if you're in Cincinnati, your head's not in the AHL. And, and I think that's something that, and, I, and I've talked with coach Payne, you know, those are things that don't always work out that way because there are guys who, you know, they, they struggle when they get called up and then maybe sent back down was not the case for you. So going into Cincinnati yeah. this year, at least that's where you're expected to start this season how do you kind of look at things over the course of the off season? You seem like you've been kind of keeping your eye on the news and seeing what coach Payne has done. There's a couple new pieces. There's a couple guys like, like an Arvin Otwal who had been gone for a couple of years that is now coming back. I think on paper, this team looks better than what they did a year before. Curious to get your take. Yeah, no, I've seen our signings. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, it seems like we're going to have a lot of skill this year, a lot of speed. Um, you know, a lot of the guys are, uh, from Toronto, the Toronto area, you know, I had Lee Lapide, I saw is, uh, is now a member of the Cyclones, which is awesome. Play with Lee, uh, Canisius fired up to have him. He's a great kid and a great player. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it seems like we're going to have a really skilled team and really competitive. And, you know, I think we could, you know, compete for the Kelly cup this year. And so I'm just looking to come in and, and add to that and, you know, be a dominant player in this league this year, you know, prove that I can also play at the next level. We talked to Lee, uh, I guess now it was, well, it would have been a month ago. It feels like it's been forever ago, but I remember asking him about you and he said, yeah, Macker, great guy. What I would do to have his skating legs. Uh, so <laughs> he's another one of those that, that recognize that. Um, Macker, talking about this specific summer, and I know you mentioned training, 
instead of being vague, maybe to get a little bit more specific, I mean, you look at your season last year, 19 goals, 40 points in less than 60 games with the Cyclones, the three-game call up to Bakersfield, as we mentioned. You talk about being an elite player. Is that an elite goal scorer? Is it an elite playmaker? Is it an all-situational kind of player? Obviously, you have the speed to get up and down all 200 feet, but is there anything specific when it comes to maybe goals that you have for this coming season? Yeah, I think for me, you know, I, I think I, I showed that I can play with speed. Um, and now it's kind of showing the other side of my game. I think at the next level, you know, the details. Um, so what I've been working on more this summer is, you know, being more deceptive, um, getting into the right spots in the, in the offensive zone, you know, stopping my feet, slowing my feet down and kind of finding quiet areas. You know, I was working on that a lot this past year. And I think um, this summer I've just been trying to build off that. We actually, uh, my dad's been a huge proponent of this. He's uh, He actually got on the ice with me and my brothers this summer. We had a little uh, X's and O's session with him. So <laughs> we, uh, we're working on uh, our, our cycles down low, you know, where to be in the offensive zone. So I'm hoping uh, that, that this kind of work, you know, just, just trying, trying to find the soft areas and kind of, um, you know, the slower things in the game are what, what I've been trying to work on this summer. So um, I'm hoping that like that can really add to my toolbox this year. It's funny. I remember when we talked last year, quiet areas, you used that term last season in, in one of our countless interviews to describe where you were looking to kind of evolve your game and sort of find in your game. And I hear you saying, slowing your feet down. Is this almost a less is more thing? Like fans, when they saw you last year, you were like the, the human version of like the flash on skates, but <laughs> Is it is it fair to say that in some way, when you talk about slowing your feet down, like less is more like, hey, there may be times where I'm not just going out there going 150 percent on my speed. But as a result of that, I'm slowing down, thinking the game more and creating more opportunities for myself. Yeah, no, for sure. I think uh, the speed can be a blessing and a curse. It can get me kind of in the in the wrong spot sometimes. So right. and kind of get me out of position. So um been really working on kind of using the speed when you have to, you know, use it as, as you have to. Right. So um, that's been really important for me this summer and just uh, hoping to uh, translate it to my game this year. All right. Last thing I'll ask before we let you get going here. Uh, Cause I'm sure maybe your dad has another X's and O session plan for the <laughs> afternoon, but uh, it, you know, I know you come from a hockey family. I'm actually sitting in the room. We did our podcast in together and we talked a lot about that, you know, being one of three brothers and, and living that hockey life. But then everybody goes on their own separate journey. And in your case, you stopped in Cincinnati, a place that you decided to re-sign with. So kind of a two-fold question here for you, Macker, as we get to the end of this conversation. One, what led you to re-signing to the Cyclones? This isn't the NHL. There are no multi-year contracts. You had a great season and probably had a lot of teams that would have happily taken you. So one, why choosing to come back to Cincinnati? And two, what about this city made last year so special? Yeah. I mean, it's the city of dreams. Uh, <laughs> like I had so much fun in Cincy last year. I, you know, I, I came from, you know, a team that didn't get a lot of fans and didn't have a lot of support to a team that seemed to have like the best support uh, that you could ask for. I mean, playing in the, in the heritage bank, you know, Saturday nights and having a packed barn of 10,000 people. It's, it's absolutely special. You know, you know, when a huge goal goes off and the fans go crazy, like you can't, you can't beat that or when it, someone sparks up a big fight and gets the boys going and the crowd's going crazy. I mean, there's nothing better to do. And even like, say on like a three and three, you're playing your third game in a weekend. Um, the fans and since you're able to, you know, get you excited to play the game and, you know, get you, get you up for the third game. Um, so, I mean, 
And then, you know, I know a lot of the guys were coming back. So a lot of my close friends are there still. So excited to see those guys and uh, obviously have a really good relationship with the coaching staff and, you know, they believe in me. So it was pretty much a really easy decision and I'm just, you know, so excited to be back and, and have another shot at uh, the Kelly cup this year with the boys. You talk about those moments and it's like those goosebump moments and, and you're one of the guys that creates them. Uh, Again, that OT goal, I remember seeing you the next day and you told me, you're like, man, that was a heck of a call. It's like, dang, <laughs> that felt awesome. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was I was listening back to it before this interview. I was like, man, that was a good one. It was such a cool goal too. Yeah, um, you killed it, man. You killed it. <laughs> yeah, I it, it was all you. It was all you. <laughs> That's really what I wanted. I wanted to kind of end this interview just talking about me. But I, in, in, in all seriousness, though, Matt McLeod, our, our next signing, another player coming back to the Cyclones, one of the flashiest players we saw last season. And uh, Macker, I, I know the fans are looking forward to it. I certainly am. Hopefully we have a lot more of those memorable moments uh, to talk about the days after. But uh, it'll all get started October 22nd, Cyclones on the road in Fort Wayne, and then October 29th, back here at the Rock and Heritage Bank Center for first face-off. If you don't already have your tickets, go to Cycloneshockey.com and get your seats for first face-off against Iowa on October the 29th. That's it for this edition of Mini Chirps. Again, Matt McLeod, our newest signing, Macker. Excited to have you back here, and uh, we will see you before we know it for more Cyclones Hockey. All right. See you soon, Master. Thanks.